0: In September 2015, the United Nations General Assembly launched and adopted a plan, a blueprint. The UN Sustainable Development Goals or the UN SDGs, a culmination of more than three years of community consultation, ideas of 8 million people discussed and framed into 300 issues with more than 200 indicators and then finally made into 17 Global Goals. The 17 huge steps towards a better and a more sustainable future, towards a big change in the world. The steps towards becoming a more advanced civilization. All of us, from curious about the world, plan to look, analyze and go deeper into each of these goals. See and search, object and tell our opinions. Is this really the way to what we desire, will, or can it ever really be fulfilled? And we would like to take you all in on this journey of knowledge in our 17-episode series, UNSDGs: A Blueprint of the Future. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm curious about the world. I'm Zach and we will be going forward with the fourth episode of our series E&SDGs, A Blueprint of the Future. Till now we have talked about the first three goals no poverty, zero hunger, good health and well being. And in today's episode, we will be talking about goal four, that is, quality education for all. So, our whole team at Curious About the World majorly agreed. That this goal was the most important of them all. Now I'm not saying that any other goal is less important but you would ask why why education so I'm going to start off with listen well my kids it's the story time since long ago there has been a star capable of destruction and death it brings with it misfortune to anyone who sees it like a blazing sword, it streaks across the sky. Warning of what is to come after. The Anglo Saxon Chronicle. What's that? Oh, uh, it's a chronicle account of the events of Anglo Saxon and Norman England. So, I was saying. Who Anglo Saxon? Huh? Uh, they, they were inhabitants of England long, long ago. That's all you need to know for now. So, where was I? Yes. The Anglo Saxon Chronicle stated its melancholy presence in these words a portent such as men had never seen before was seen in the heavens it was said to be a prophecy for king harold too a prophecy of misfortune and do you know when the star of destruction was seen by the king what was happening in under the corner of the world his enemy william the conqueror was setting sail towards england the prophecy was fulfilled as King Harold was killed in the Battle of Hastings. But do you all know this is not the end. The list of the deeds of this evildoer just goes on and on. The proof of the miseries it caused. It is also said that the sorcerer in 1222 inspired Genghis Khan to dispatch his Mongols on an invasion of Europe. And in 1456 it caused the Ottoman Empire's invasion on the Balkans. Ha! Huh. This is where I stop now, but don't you dare think that the list has ended. And now the moment of truth. I will reveal the name of that mischievous star. It's the Halley's Comet. What? Yeah, no kidding. This is the same Halley's Comet that you all are thinking about. These myths about it causing misfortunes originated way back when people didn't know a lot about science and the Flat Earthers Club was still in business. Now you would all ask me why I told you all the story. So, first listen to this conclusion that I thought about. Humans, being how they are, are cautious and to a large extent even scared of the things about which they do not know. Basically, half-knowledge is more dangerous than not knowing it all. And this may even lead to unhealthy and disastrous activities. For example, the latest panic attack caused by the Halley's Comet is as recent as 1910. As the comet neared the Earth that year, a French astronomer, Camille Flammarion, predicted <coughs> in his words, A poisonous cyanogen gas in its tail might impregnate the atmosphere and snuff out all life on this planet. Yeah, and you know what? People locked themselves inside their homes to keep out the fumes, stocked up on gas masks and went to churches to pray for salvation. Some of them even brought anti-comet pills from heaven knows where. Obviously though, the comet passed without an incident. So did you all guess what I'm getting at? Maybe the poor comet coincided with a lot of unfortunate events. Yeah, it was only a coincidence because, well, it didn't cause any havoc in 1910, right? (laughs) But what is the fact that stops us from believing such claims in today's world? I'm sure that you guessed it. As compared to that time, a huge percentage of today's world is educated. And our education is also more factual. It is true that research and discovering new knowledge is important but to transform the world what matters more than discovery is how many people know about that discovery. Education helps spread knowledge. It helps spread awareness. If we take into account any other goal, like suppose a better climate or a better health and well-being, they are not something that solely the governments of the world can ensure. They require individual level participation. And how would each individual become capable of participating in the cause or even get to know about the fact that they need to do something? It is through education. Because education develops our potential. It makes us familiar with the parts of the world which we have never seen and increases our reasoning and questioning abilities. If we find something wrong, we can raise our voices and backed by our learning and facts, we can be heard. In fact, it makes us aware about so many diverse issues and makes us capable to realize and address them that a lot of changes can be brought about. Take a look at the statistics from the UN Secretary General's Global Education First Initiative. If all students in low-income countries left school with basic reading skills, 171 million people could be lifted out of poverty. If all mothers in low-income countries had secondary education, 12 million children could be saved from stunting. If all women had secondary education, there would be 49% fewer child deaths. If all women completed primary education, maternal mortality would decrease by 66%. If all girls had secondary education, there would be 64% fewer early marriages and 59% fewer early pregnancies. One year of schooling is associated with 10% increase in wage earnings. Now, this is not what I am making up, but what reports worldwide have concluded. The sad part, however, is that even though educating everyone is the most important task today, it isn't very easy to achieve. Worldwide, about 262 million children were not attending school in 2017, and the situation have become worse than ever due to the pandemic. So now that we have understood why education, let's move on to the second segment of this episode, how education. As I said, educating every single person on the globe is a mammoth task. There are many challenges, standing as barriers before the children of the world. The first one might be the lack of financial resources. According to 2020 Global Multidimensional Poverty Index, 1.3 billion people across 107 developing countries are living in multidimensional poverty. Over half of them are children under the age of 18. 39% of the poor worldwide have no formal education at all. 15 million girls and 10 million boys of primary school age will never learn how to read and write. 37% of the children raised in poverty do not finish high school. This is a very serious problem because the thing about being in poverty is not only lack of resources, but the lack of time. Children start working as young as seven or eight years to help support their parents. Even if the schemes of the government Can give them free education they would rather choose to make money in the present day because they simply cannot afford to lose their jobs the next challenge would be facilities at the school and the quality of education in India for example the state of village schools and schools in lower cities is barely sufficient some children studying sitting on a carpet in the open and then they call it a school although he doesn't talk specifically about India, but if you read Stephen Spender's poem, An Elementary School Classroom in a Slum, you would get a fair idea about the state of education for poor children. Good quality teachers and infrastructure is lacking in these schools. And therefore, a lot of parents have the opinion that it's better for their child to work than to study in a place like that. This problem has grown to an even larger scale during the pandemic. It's not the facilities at school this time, but the facilities to connect with the school. Many people were somehow managing their studies even after their families being poor. Now that there is no way of connecting to their teachers apart from expensive devices, they have been completely isolated. Another major problem is discrimination of all kinds gender based, caste based, based on religions or the looks, you name it. Nobody would want to go to school if they are bullied. Over 10% of students worldwide drop out of the school due to discrimination-based bullying. In the US, it is the black and the colored people. In India, it is the Dalits. For transgenders and disabled children, it is more or less the same everywhere. So when we have these many challenges, this is where the plans of the UN come in. Like every other goal, they have created targets to achieve education for all by 2030. Let us take a look. Target 4.1, free equitable and quality primary and secondary education for all. Target 4.2, equal access to quality pre-primary education. Target 4.3, equal access to affordable, technical, vocational in higher education target 4.4 increase in the number of people with relevant skills for financial success target 4.5 eliminate all discrimination in education target 4.6 universal literacy and numeracy target 4.7 education for sustainable development and global citizenship target 4.8 Build and upgrade inclusive and safe schools. Target 4.B. Expand higher education scholarships for developing countries. Target 4.C. Increase the supply of quality teachers in developing countries. Wow, that was a lot. Did you notice that these are very specific and interconnected? A seemingly perfect mismatch of issues framed into targets. but. How do we go about achieving them? Achieving goals. So, our team did a lot of research and boiled these targets and challenges down to these four big tasks which need to be completed in order to, well, at least get a little closer to a better educated future generation. So the first task, the first and the foremost task is investing in education. According to experts, 6% of the annual GDP should be spent on education expenditure. Now, Let me tell you about a recent study by UNESCO Institute of Statistics which showed the latest data of GDP consumption by different countries on education as of September 2020. The latest data from Canada was from 2011 in which the country spent 5.3% of its GDP on education. Canada is often known as the most educated country, as you all know. Norway, the happiest country in the world, spent 7.9 percent of its GDP on education in 2017. Cuba, the highest spender on the list, spent 12.8 percent of its GDP on education in 2010. One of the least educated countries, South Sudan, on the other hand, spent only 1.5 percent of its GDP on education. In 2016, Central African Republic spent 1.1% of its GDP on education in 2011, making it the lowest spender on the list. This shows how big the gap is. In fact, about a 100 countries invest lower than 4% of their GDP in education. So if not enough resources are being provided by the government, how is goal 4 going to become a reality? Thus, the first step towards ensuring quality education for all would be to make sure that the governments in all nations are setting aside at least 6% of their GDP for expenditure on education. Second task would be allocation of resources. Do we need to spend on infrastructure, food, teachers, safety or transport facilities? This will differ from place to place. Some places have very high rates of bullying and discrimination. These places would need investment in safety and awareness programs. Other areas might lack infrastructure due to which children from remote areas are not able to reach the school even if they want to. And for example, in these difficult times, making sure that each child has access to online learning and devices and internet should be the topmost priority. So careful surveys would have to be conducted and it should be found out what exactly are the needs of different places and people to provide the best quality education. Not to mention that free, equitable and quality education for all who are not able to afford it should also be taken care of under this. The third task will be consistency. Throughout the learning process, from pre-primary to university level education, and vocational studies it must be ensured that everything is taken care of there should be as many colleges as primary schools and as many pre-primary schools as high schools the quality of teachers and facilities should remain the same remain welcoming throughout all stages of schooling are important if any of the stages is lacking that would mean dropouts and unmotivated parents And the fourth task. This one is a very long-term task. It is to change the very structure of our society. The people we find out and reach out to are too little in numbers. Such an interconnected system of NGOs, non-profit organizations, government organizations, and us, the normal people, should be set up so that the people who need us can themselves reach out to us. We have to make a society where children are able to ask for education from the organization that will actually be able to help them. And that is it guys, the four big tasks. But you must not think that now as we have a clear goal, clear targets and clear ways, we can easily do it. It is still a very complicated task as it contains millions of variables and billions of people. What is also important is a political and social will to stay true till the time we achieve that better future. We must not give up because Rome wasn't built in a day. The world cannot be changed in a few months. It will take years to get to where we want and we must also contribute our bits, donate to organizations, spread awareness through social media campaigns or maybe just teach our maids little girl ABC. A huge journey starts with small steps, and we must make sure that the potential of no child in the world is wasted. Phew, that was a lot of facts, a lot of numbers, and maybe a bit of motivation, I hope. So it's just about time we end this episode. But before that, I would really like to share an anecdote. Anecdote time! So there is this guy, Mr. Sugata Mitra, who is an educational theorist and an excellent computer scientist. In the early 1999, he placed a computer in a slum near his office in Kalkaji, New Delhi. He fixed it in a hole in one of the broken walls and decided to call this the hole in the wall experiment. The computer had online access and a number of programs, but no instructions were given for its use. The children from all over the slum came running as soon as it was installed. He then just left the computer there for six months. Do you know what happened? Within six months, those children had started to download games, music videos, and learned all the mouse functions. When he asked them how they did it. One of them answered, He left us a computer who only spoke English, so we just had to learn it ourselves. You see, so much potential is locked inside the hearts of children like these all over the globe. They have the ability to transform the world and to make it a better place, a happier and sustainable place. And that's all for today. If you want to know more about the UNSTGs you can visit globalgoals.org. It contains knowledge about all 17 goals and the targets under them and will also provide you with ways to get involved and participate in this global phenomenon. We at Curious About The World will be ready to help you know the world better. And you can contact us through our Instagram, Curious Kramers, for any queries. Next time, Stephen will be talking more about the SDG goal five, gender equality. Till then, stay safe, stay happy and stay informed. Bye-bye.